Hi everyone, today on the podcast I'm talking to Miss Cesaro. She's going to be sharing with you what she's been up to over the last couple weeks, how she went back in time through the mall, her connection to Batman and Robin, and the new family at her house. Hello everyone, this is Mr. Prouse, and welcome to Tecumseh's Self-Isolation Podcast. Hi everyone, I'm here with Miss Fazaro today, one of my favorite people at Tecumseh. How are you today, Miss Fazaro? Good, how are you? I'm good, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. So, uh, what have you been up to while you've been at home these last couple weeks? Well, now that the weather is a lot nicer, we get out every day and go for a walk. So we've really gotten to know our neighborhood, which is nice because I've lived here for 20 years and didn't know about all these great trails that are near me. And we have a cave system that's near us and waterfalls. And so it's been amazing to just get out and explore just what's around us. But we've also done a lot of interesting things because Um, You know, I have a teenager who is desperate to go out and do things, and so I've been trying to find unique things that are open, and one of the most unique things was um, we found out that this Sweet Jesus ice cream place was open in Limeridge Mall, so I took her there, and we ended up being the only people in the mall. (laughs) So we kind of walked around and we did like a little photo shoot and we kind of window shopped and it was really cool. And there was not another person in the entire mall. And so that was kind of fun. And then we went down to where Sweet Jesus is and we got this amazing ice cream. And then the best part about it was she had made an ice cream incorrectly that was supposed to go out with skip the dishes. And so she gave it to us for free. So Hey, that's all right. We ended up with, you know, this amazing Sweet Jesus ice cream. And if you don't know what that is, it's like soft serve ice cream like Dairy Queen. But then they dip it in like cookie crumbs or cake or all kinds of different toppings. I've never had it before. And then, well, you should try it because it's amazing. (laughs) And you'll understand why it's called Sweet Jesus when you get it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what you say when you're eating it. It kind of sounds like, uh, have you been to La Creme de la Creme? In Burlington? No, but I'm excited that there's one opening in Hamilton. Yes, I saw that on Lock Street. Yes, so hopefully that actually happens. Yeah. And we will go there. But that's the place where um, the chocolates came from for our fundraiser. So I'm excited to try it. Yeah, they're really, really good. So anyway, I just thought it was cool to be in the mall alone. Yeah, that must have been so weird (laughs) to walk around a place that's normally immensely busy and just be you. That's right. And it was also weird because all of the stores are like frozen in time. So they have all the clothes that they had, you know, previous to them closing, which was in March. So it's all the winter stuff. Oh, wow. And it's just bizarre because you're walking by and they, you know, there's a store selling winter coats and there's a store selling winter boots. And you're thinking, wow, you know, now it's summer. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, I thought it was cool. It's almost like uh, those movies or like a show, like, a, like I don't know, like a walking dead or something yes they get into a mall yeah. to like get supplies and everything's all closed up and weird just the two of you walking around yeah and it's kind of like you know a secret dream of everyone to be you know have the mall where all these stores are everything's free and you can you're the only one in there yeah. and you can just get whatever you want <laughs> so it's kind of like partially living that dream there you go as, as, as legally as you could <laughs> yes <laughs> that's awesome that sounds really fun yeah. it was fun the more i talk to people I feel like this should just be a food podcast because 
the, yep, every episode definitely. food has been a major aspect and the first thing you talked about was food <laughs> well definitely because i mean now that i'm home and i have all of this time on my hands i have a chance to actually try all kinds of recipes that i've had you know that i've clipped from magazines and newspapers and things and never had a chance to try yep. and now yep. that's what i do and so um we you know i've started doing kind of theme nights for dinners because oh. You know, I kind of ran through my, you know, repertoire of things I know how to make. So then we just started doing theme nights. So it's like, you know, Canadian theme and we had poutine and mac and cheese. And then there was, you know, we had Indian night where I made a bunch of different curries. And um, so that's been kind of fun, too. Oh, that's fun. Just to try all this food. And yeah, definitely. It's it's been very food centric. <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme. That's everyone's food centric. For what sure. What do you have to do? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And why not? Now you have the chance to try it, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. And, and when we get back to school, when you're doing, when you're teaching um, different communities and cultures and stuff like that, we know who to come to, to try these different foods out. Well, and interestingly, um, for my website this week with my, for my class, the topic is fractions and of course what's the best way to learn fractions pizza. baking oh. so oh, <laughs> or pizza <laughs> definitely pizza actually that's a really good idea and i should try that but i did this whole um video on myself baking muffins so you know you want to check out my website you can get the recipe <laughs> there you go and miss fazaro's side business now will be as a food, yes exactly food, uh, recipe blogger <laughs> but I'll need you for that because you're my, you know, tech person. So I can do the recipes for sure. But actually making the, the blog would be a whole other story. It, it, now, is this video, I haven't seen it yet. Is this video like Anna Olsen style? Like, are you standing in front of like your kitchen? Like, and now we add this? Um, It's, what do you call that? First person, um, you know, those video games where it's like they're, the person is the person. Oh, okay, so or it's the like camera. your point of view of you, you baking? Yes. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so I'm holding the camera. Cracking eggs was difficult, that... but, you know, I did it. <laughs> well, you're um, a pro. So, so I'm holding the camera. Yeah, <laughs> I'm holding the camera and taking you through how to um, bake these muffins, but using fractions. So anyway, That's pretty cool. it's kind of cool. Might be a new style of uh, baking show. Yeah, yeah you know, I think so. I mean, why not? Point point of view cooking i like it because yeah like if you're doing well if everyone continues this quarantine then hey right? <laughs> you can make your own videos be great yeah. I, I could see that because sometimes i'm like i don't understand what this is supposed to look like but through your point of view maybe that would help yeah exactly <laughs> exactly That's... yeah because when you watch a typical baking show they've already done it so they just magically take it out of somewhere and say okay so here's one that i've already made earlier right. Right. <laughs> you're like no no you just skip 20 steps what's happening <laughs> exactly Awesome. Um, so obviously you've been busy during this self-isolation time with cooking and um, school and all that sort of stuff. Is there anything that you are looking forward to doing once all this is done? So I was thinking about that um, um, earlier and honestly, the thing I miss the most is the library. So most of the other things I can live without, like, you know, it's, I can still go outside, I can still go for a walk, I can still go to the grocery store, all those things, but I can't go to the library and it's really bothering me because I've kind of run through all the books that I own and I have a hard time reading them on the computer. It hurts my eyes after a yep. while. And so 
I really, really miss the library. Just, I mean, I have a library at the end of my street. And so I'm sort of used to going there a whole bunch of times a week. Right. Um, sometimes every day. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and even just because you can order books to the library. So it's not just what they have on their shelves, but you can order from anywhere in the city. And so I'm really missing that because I'm finding that I'm finishing a book and then it's sort of this like, oh, you know, you can't go to Indigo and browse. No. So it's like, and I don't want to spend all this money on books. I want to, I'm really missing the library really a lot. Yeah. So I can't wait for it to open again and I will be first in line when it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, and going to the library is like, it, it reminds me for, for listeners who are, are older, um, like going to Blockbuster, like like picking a book online is like walk, looking at Netflix. Like it's hard to find something you want. You never know. That's right. Like, like I find it very hard to, to pick something. I agree. Myth. Whereas if you go to a library, you can look at the back, you can read the first chapter or even the bookstore. Yeah. You know. And you can talk to the librarian and you can say like, you know, because a lot of librarians have a lot of knowledge about the book. So you can say like, did you enjoy this? You know, would you recommend it? You know, what about this? Whereas when you're, like you said, you're looking at books online, you only get a little blurb yeah. and then you get it home and you've spent the money and then you realize, oh, you know, don't love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man. You know, now what? So yeah, a library, you know, it's a great place that people kind of forget about. I know, except for me. Except I love it there. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I really, but hey, I'm a person who still gets the newspaper delivered every morning. So, you know, I like things that are <laughs> old school. <laughs> that's okay. But that's been kind of a saving grace having the newspaper every day because at least you feel like, you know, you have some connection to something new to read every day and it's something tangible. And, um, so that's been nice, actually. Yeah, I don't get the newspaper every day, although I don't have time to read it most days. So, well, now you do. <laughs> I have a little more time, but yeah, <laughs> being at home is hard. Well, I do usually, you know, make tea in the morning and sit at the table and read the newspaper before my day starts. It's great. I love it. Well, my day starts at like four, sometimes three in the morning, so. It's hard to. Yeah, but you'd still be good because guess what? The newspaper arrives at 5 a.m. <laughs> I know, but my my 10-month-old doesn't enjoy sitting looking at a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> While you read the newspaper? <laughs> yeah. She might enjoy ripping the newspaper. But <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. See, it's dual purpose. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what I was just saying, I've been up, I get up so early these days. Um, mm -hmm. Three, four. The other day, they slept until 6.30, and it, like, it was shocking. Yes. You were like, what's wrong with yeah. them? <laughs> I'm pretty sure what's happening? it was yesterday, and that was yesterday was my birthday. So I think it was the universe giving me a birthday present. Yes. I like it. Because this morning, I was up at three. So, you know. Yeah. You know what? It's funny because I still, like, my body is still on school time. Mm. So I still wake up, you know, with, like, I don't have my alarm set or anything, but I still wake up at the time that I would normally to come to school. And it's, it's just interesting because I can't force myself, like I can't even go back to sleep or anything. So that's kind of, that's been interesting too. Cause you'd think, oh, you could sleep in. It's so great. Yep. But I don't know. I just can't. Your, your routines, right? <laughs> You're all set. Yeah. I, I bet you yeah, some of so. our students don't have that problem. <laughs> I know my daughter too. She sleeps in no problem. I have to wake her up. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I'm so tired all the time. I, I've been saying in these podcasts that that is one word that I would describe 
my experience at home. It's just, I'm tired. I'm tired. Is there a word that you would use to describe your experience at home? Yes. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, because my word is delicious. Because <laughs> I have made every yummy recipe I've ever wanted to try. In fact, yesterday I made homemade cannolis, oh, which I man, was I love super cannolis. proud of. Um, because I have this... Um, cookie press thing that I got a hundred years ago and it makes like you can make a homemade ice cream cone with it or you can keep it flat and it's just like a little cookie and they're called pizzellis. I okay I love pizzellis my my family makes pizzellis we have a pizzelli maker it's a Christmas thing they always make it, it's they're incredible if you don't know what those are people you have to look them up they're insane they're so good it's like a flat waffle cookie i guess is the best way to yep. describe it but if you roll it it becomes an ice cream cone yeah um like a sugar cone and it's um they're italian cookies and my um, husband's family is italian and so i um, got this pizzelli maker years ago and learned how to make them and they're delicious well it turns out you can also use them to make cannolis amazing so I made so cannolis good. yesterday and I was like super proud of it <laughs> so when we're back and we can like actually see each other I would love some cannolis I love oh, cannolis no problem <laughs> no they're my problem. favorite <laughs> hey anytime so what has been the hardest part of being at home for you well I think it's more about my daughter so my daughter was supposed to graduate from grade eight and that's not happening and then there had been kind of rumors going around that they might push it to September and now we just got an email yesterday saying that's not happening so they're just doing a sort of a virtual grad Um, but the thing is that's difficult for her is she goes to a very small school and she was actually the first class that actually went through all the way because it opened when she started school and now she this would have been the very first class of grade eights to have gone all the way through the school and so they had been looking forward to it and her school is called Mikhail Jean who used to be the governor general of Canada and they had invited her to the grad because um you know this was a special event and now they're missing that and so that would have been really exciting and I mean I'm hoping she can Skype in somehow and be part of it too but it's not the same and so she's been really disappointed and then just all of the occasions that have happened like Easter, Mother's Day, my daughter's birthday, um, my mom's birthday, all of these occasions where we haven't celebrated, we haven't really done a lot because you know it's important to not be around other people and not and not disobey what the government is telling you and so i've been finding that a little bit difficult you know so you have you know your your birthday party that you're used to having a bunch of kids over and having a lot of fun but it just sort of turned into you know the four of us and the four of us for easter and the four of us for for everything which is nice too like it's nice to have a smaller celebration but at the same time i know that she's really disappointed and it's hard to keep saying you know I get it like it's hard but at the same time it's not like you are going to have your grade eight year again no so you know it's it's one thing to say well you've you've got next year but she doesn't you know so it's hard and I think too um you know she's really missing her friends I'm really missing my friends and so you know it's sort of like though that's what I'm finding the hardest thing to just 
you know, have to deal with a lot of tears from her and, yeah. you know, and myself feeling the same way too. Like I'm pretty disappointed too. Like she already had her grad dress, right? Yeah. And now she won't have a chance to wear it. And, you know, and there was all these plans in place and things that were going to happen. And the summer, you know, like we would norm, we have a huge trip that was booked for two years. Wow. And now that's wow. been canceled. Um, so, you know, that's kind of disappointing, but we're trying to stay positive and look at the things that we are doing and thinking, you know what? Okay. We're going to have a staycation this year for, um, summer and we'll just, you know, hang around the house and, you know, whatever it'll, it'll be whatever it is. And hopefully because we're doing this, they can keep the curve flattening and we can get over this quicker. Well, okay. Changing, changing topics. Is there anything that you have, I don't know, learned or mastered or attempted while you've been off? Anything you've been, you know, your project, I guess? Well, I guess uh, it was sort of foisted on me and not that I, you know, necessarily would have chosen it, but glad I did, I have to say. <laughs> um, so, of course, we've had to move to an online learning model. And at first, this was very daunting and very difficult for me to get my head around what, how to even do all of this and, you know, make the computer do what I would normally do in a classroom, which is, you know, extremely difficult because how can this machine, you know, replace what I can just do off the top of my head while I'm standing there it, in front of the kids, right? Nothing can replace you, Ms. Fizarro. Well, I know, but it's, but at the moment it has That's to, true. right? because this is the reality. And so figuring out how to make a website, for example, how to upload videos to it. I mean, it's been a huge learning curve, but now I feel like I have this really valuable skill and I'm really happy that, you know, I forced myself or was forced <laughs> <laughs> to learn this and I am happy. And then one other thing that's kind of funny is so normally in in my real life when um we're not in quarantine i'm not really home a lot so i go to work in the morning and then when i come home we eat dinner together and then we are all scattered to the wind so i take my daughter to her lessons you know um my husband goes to his band practices and things and my son has things that he has to do so we're not really i'm never really home a lot and now that i'm home all the time i've noticed that um, nature around us is kind of confused. I really believe this because it's like, what are all these people doing yeah. here? And so um, one of the things that's happened is um, a, a, a robin couple made a nest in the light fixture outside of our door. And normally we're not home all day, so they can come and go as they please and they can bring worms to their babies and nobody bothers them. Well, now we're home. So every time we open the door, the robins get like super angry <laughs> and squawk at us and like they get mad. And we were worried that they were actually going to abandon their eggs because um, sometimes that's what happens because the robins are, you know, they've, they've realized, okay, we've made a nest in a wrong place. This is dangerous. We can't be here. This isn't safe. And they leave and unfortunately, abandoned their eggs so we were really worried so we you know have did a lot of research and kind of found out how to be you know surrogate robin parents <laughs> <laughs> and so that's basically um something that i'm really proud of is our little baby robins are doing amazing Aww. and they're growing and they've actually like taken their first little flying lessons amazing. 
and they've um, kind of learned how to fly. Now, unfortunately, they're not doing that great. And one of them flew into our fence and I was like super worried and I wanted to scoop it up, but I know that I can't, right? Because all the research says if you put your scent on that baby Robin, then yeah. it's basically doomed. Um, but, you know, it's it's sort of like um, it's it's been interesting, you know, watching this little family um, grow and, and it's just been amazing to see nature and how, you know, they take care of their young and, and the parents are really devoted. They really are. And, uh, just watching them grow up and, and, you know, learning to live with us because they literally live outside of our door <laughs> <laughs> and they've had to learn and we've had to learn how to adapt. Like, you know, we don't need to be going in and out, in and out, in and out. Right. Because it really disturbs yeah. them. So I don't know. I think that, I can say that I am a Robin parent now. Well, that's pretty amazing. Not many people can say that. <laughs> I know. I think they would um, disagree. <laughs> They're like, listen, lady, this has nothing to do with you. We raise these babies ourselves. <laughs> but um, I think that's, I don't know. I'm quite proud of them. And, and our whole family, we named them because um, there's two babies. And we named them Batman and Robin. Amazing. So, you know, for obvious yep. reasons. Um. And so, you know, we, we talk about them all the time. They're like part of our family Aww. now. Aww. Yeah, it's, it's pretty That's funny. Nice. Well, at least you can see some form of your extended family daily. Yes, <laughs> but they stay outside. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and definitely six feet, six feet yes, apart. <laughs> good, good. I wonder if Robin feels like its name choice was kind of robbed from him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, I'm sure if the parents understood us, they'd be like, no, no, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're going the total opposite. We're not doing obvious because that's like if you named your child baby. Right. Yeah, okay? exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or human, yeah. I guess. The sibling has this amazing name of Batman. It's like totally separate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, the other option was Joker. I don't know. Like, you know, they had to match. Well, of course. It has to be a theme. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, we, we, we went with Robin because it just seemed to fit. <laughs> and actually, Robin was named first. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so you have mastered becoming Robin parents. Yes. Is that the most random thing you've heard ever? So far. So far. <laughs> I have another interview lined up in a couple of minutes, so I'll let you know. Well, Ms. Fazar, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast today. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks again, Ms. Fazar, for joining us. Next week on the podcast, we have Miss Bays joining us. And upcoming, we have a very special double live episode where I get to have a conversation with two of our Tecumseh students and see what they've been up to and how they've been managing over the last couple of weeks. Um, thanks for joining us, everybody. If you would like to be a part of a future episode of Tecumseh's Self-Isolation Podcast, please get in touch with me. Send me an email, a hangout, a tweet, or click on the link in this episode's description for a chance to record a soundbite using Screencastify Submit. Let us know what you've been up to. Send a message to your class or teachers. Ask a question and I will try to get the correct staff member on to answer it for you. Looking forward to hearing from you.